journalist, podcast host, Reina Ale. We sit down, we talk about her life, her career, and her many, many ventures and goals. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Okay, we're back. Another episode with, introduce yourself. Rain. Hi guys, I'm Raina Ale. What's and, up? And what brings you to our studio today, just besides the invitation? You know, we, I hear you're, uh, you wear many hats. Yeah, um, well, you know, I do have a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> host, I um, mostly uh, work with other people to create some podcasts and anything like overall production and kind of help out with that. Do some basketball work too, okay. coaching. So I do a lot, but mostly like I'm, I would consider myself mostly in the hosting world. Okay, right. I saw uh, your reel and um, noticed you were on AfterBuzz. How did that come about? Yeah, AfterBuzz TV. First of all, I, Dariel, Christian, um, Phil, um, Tiana, like all, Roxy, everyone, and how can I forget um, Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro? Like those, everyone at AfterBuzz had like a. They played a, a pivotal moment in my career. Um, AfterBuzz TV. Um, it essentially is a platform for host to build their real practice um and not only do you have like the after shows or any of the regular shows that you produce but you also have different classes to kind of strengthen your your hosting skills so um you know after but it's a great environment to be in and, and it played a huge part in my career so i'm thankful for kevin and maria for creating such a strong platform for us yeah, that seems like a pretty solid place to be because I mean everything's so structured and yeah. it looks so clean. I, like I, like I said, the uh, the raw after shows and stuff like that, I always listen to. And then what got you into the industry? Like, you know, what made you take that step into jumping in? And... Yeah. Um. So I played basketball since I was seven years old, and oh, wow. um, basketball was my everything. I thought I was going to play professionally overseas. Like I couldn't picture myself without basketball, and so. Um, when you know god has never uh, he has a different plan for you than you think and so i had to actually put down the ball and um dive into the um working world and um at the time, it was just very tough because I didn't really know what else that I was interested in. It's just basketball. It's all. I, uh, it's literally all wanted, everything right? I wanted. <clears throat> yeah. And so um, when. Like I worked with, um, I had a, I got an internship to do a, um, I was a sports broadcaster, oh, okay. and I would do some like little interviews and some some media stuff, and then I started getting having fun with it, and later on it's just like that was just all I wanted to do is to to pitch stories, produce stories, write. Um, so I just found something that I was just like equally as passionate about. So that's what kind of got me into the industry. Wow. What, like what's the best advice you ever received within the industry? Within the industry is to have thick skin. <laughs> um, I, it's, it's a very tough industry to get into. Um, it's very competitive. Um, and you have to be able to, um, take criticism from your producers, um, even if you don't agree to some of the things that they're saying or some of the things that other people are saying about you, you, you really have to like just take it, um, don't take it too personal and, um, you know, try to take their advice to improve yourself. Um, 
and then also to to continue working hard you're you're not going to get your shot right off the bat even if you think yeah. that you're better than so and so who's on tv there's always somebody, uh, right? there's always somebody. so uh, just to stay patient um you know your time will come and if it's meant to be it really is wow yeah we were just talking about that because i've been uh he's the one that drives me like pierre drives me to do this stuff like i started off you know with an internship and in certain places and then we just started doing this um but yeah i wanted to venture into acting and stuff like that and he's all like yeah you should totally do it but like every person that's in that field that we've had on here is like yeah you have to be just going mm -hmm. tunnel vision but learn because it's very important and have mm -hmm. tough skin, like you say. Like, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, it looked to me it was fun, the st where I, places I've been. But I mean, how does your family feel about this kind of stuff? Yeah, that's it's so interesting that you say that. Is beca because because uh, my my dad, my parents are very old school. So, so the whole nine to five, get a job right after college. <clears throat> um, either in the corporate world is essentially like where he, where they, that's how they grew up, right? Okay. And so naturally like they would think that, okay, that's the way that my my family, like my kids are gonna go. And I, I guess after I was like, you know, I don't really want to work a nine to five. Like I'm very like creative, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I can't sit in one spot. Like I want to kind of continue to learn and yeah. Um, I went a different way and, um, they're always very supportive, but, um, the reason why I needed to, you know, put basketball down was because I needed to make some money. Like I mm -hmm. love my parents, but like, I also didn't want them to like continue to pay for everything that I like my car, um, gas, like I just felt that okay, I'm older now. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go into the working world, but I know that I have to. So sometimes you got to do what you, you have to do to get where you want to be. And so, um, so yeah, so my parents, I, I don't think my dad to this day, honestly, I don't think he understands like, wait, you're, you don't have work. You work from home on Thursday. Like what, what is that? I've never, what is working from home? Like, what is like, I don't know. My dad doesn't get it because he's working for UPS for like 27 years. So oh, wow. he's so used to like the corporate world. And so yeah. me, I'm just like, yeah, I'm off today. Like, or I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to take my work at home and yeah. do that. He's like, what? That's the thing. Yeah. Traditional, so. traditional is everything. I was telling him, I was like, yeah, my parents, any creative outlet I've ever had, they're like sideways. Yeah. About it. Yeah. Sideways about it. But surprisingly with the whole acting thing, they're like, we could just go yeah just go do it and yeah it's tough right you know but i feel like you're just trying to break that mold yeah. from like that tradition everybody's just been doing nine to five nine to five mm -hmm. a generational thing and you're just trying to break out of that yeah box right yeah i mean i don't i don't think that um having a nine to five is negative at all i think a lot of times people on social media um they don't they are having a standard job Monday through Friday is is not as glamorous as as it might seem on social media. Which I try to stay true to what to what I do. Um, I still work. I have a job, mm. um, but I'm also hosting on the side. So. I, I think that people just need to kind of focus on what they're doing. But it, I get it. It's easy to compare yourself to somebody else who seems to be doing yeah. well. But nobody's – everyone's going to post their highlight reel, right? They're yeah. not going to post, like, the negative, like, anything else. It's always going to be all positive stuff. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I mean – yeah, that's been a thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and stuff like that when it comes to social media. And it's just like, 
I tell him all the time, I was like, I think one of the biggest mistakes we all make is like you say, like we look at X, Y, Z and then he's doing great. Yeah. But you don't know he's like negative in his account and, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to get it done. But then like pictures with so-and-so, but you don't know how much people make. Right. You don't know the struggles. Right, right, right. For the most part, yeah, it is a hustle. It is. And even I think that especially in the entertainment industry, whether it be hosting, whether it be acting, um, uh, even doing some camera work, it, it is a grind. Um, no matter, you can have a pretty face, you can have the best body, um, but there are so many pretty fa- faces out there. There's so many people with like the best body. There's so many talented people out there. So you constantly have to improve yourself. Like there's, li- there's, you can never learn too much. You can never know it all. There's always something to learn. And so I think with like actors and entertainers and people in this industry, um, we're a lot there's a lot of hard working people here because yeah on their instagram or their twitter they're like oh on a shoot or a gig whatever but a lot of them are working jobs too yeah. and it's like you have yeah okay we're, we're auditioning all day but at night they don't know that they're doing a bit an overnight shift or, or whatever it is but it's a grind that comes with it and which is what i like about it it's just like always hustling there's always something to do and on that note we'll be back with more. <laughs> We're back and talking about grinding and breaking cycles and how family is very important, but you don't necessarily have to go with what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. How's how was it like growing up among, you say, what, five siblings? Yeah. So I'm the oldest of five. Um, I have two younger brothers and two younger sisters. Sure. Um, growing up in the Ale household, it's very chaotic. <laughs> um, but we, my mom likes to say, what, what is it? Um, we're... Uh, functional dysfunctional family sometimes because when I say dysfunctional it's like when I mean you're part of a big family there's always going to be something that we disagree upon and um you know one side might one round of siblings might go against the other one and then you got my mom and dad but at the end of the day we truly love and support each other um I'd say we grew up playing sports, so I played, my sisters and I, we played basketball, and then my younger brothers, um, they play football, um, and so basketball, I remember growing up, we would have tournaments, my dad would just pile us up in his excursion, okay. and we would literally spend all day Saturday at the gym, um, like, we all played in different levels, so, like, I had a game at 9, then we <laughs> had to wait for Desiree's game at 11, and then stay until Kristen's game at 1, and my poor little brothers had to stay there all day, they were <laughs> even they were on their game boys my dad would pack lunches but like looking back at it like you know that was that was so fun like we had tournament weekends and like having my brothers and sisters there like it was so fun and we all supported each other um but like fast forward to now you know my sister Kristen went to Cal Poly uh, San Luis Obispo she played ball there for four years um really great career and then um my sister Desiree played ball for a little bit but she um started working um for a few nonprofit groups and um and she does a lot of stuff with kids yeah um she found her passion and then my two younger brothers are actually up north in college 
Um, uh, they're playing football for Sac State. So. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's great. Like, so how do they feel? They they like. I take it they like what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I think so. It's it's funny. I always get teased. Oh really? Like they like my brother's like, hey guys, it's Raina. Like they'll like <laughs> come home and just just like mimic me mimic my on air voice, oh, and they're man. like, oh my god, it's Raina. So <laughs> she's on air. But um, yeah, like they support it, but they they yeah. know that like I'm the one who's probably very outgoing. I like to I talk to anybody. Yeah. And they understand that this industry is more for me. It fits my personality, right? Dope. So. Yeah, they, they support. They just make fun of me from time to time just because it's my brothers and sisters. But <laughs> Jesus, five siblings are like yeah. I come from, I think I think it's eight of us now. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I always say like, yeah, my therapist would make a killing off everybody's, <laughs> you know, situation. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's it, being a part of a big family is, is so fun, though. Like, I think now, um, you know, getting us all together, we're all like moved on and we have like our different. Um, like we live, I, my brothers are up North right now for college. I live in LA and then my sisters are in Carson. So, um, getting us all together for the mm. holidays are always fun. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, there's always something going on in a big family. <laughs> Where do you want to be like in five or 10 years? Do you have a plan? Cause Whoa. Like, yeah. yeah, that's a good question. I always ask other people what they want to do in five years mm -hmm. and it never really like take some time out to think about what do I want to do in five years, you know? So, um, five years, um, with my career, um, I would want to start a business. Mm -hmm. I, I love what I do, but I think that if I'm not giving something back, like showing, yeah, I can interview whoever they want, whoever people like want after the, after basketball games, talk to them about why they did this certain play. But, um, I want to really, really, uh, give back <clears throat> to people through storytelling. I think that a lot of times, um, like journalism is, is pushed to, is overshadowed by gossip and sharing like the messy and the tea of somebody. And I really want to bring back that storytelling, that inspirational, um, mm. those inspirational videos to kind of, um, you know, make, maybe help somebody out. Um, and then start my own business. I want to be my own boss. I, yeah. I don't want to, um, you know, I don't, I want to wake up and work when I want to wake up and work. <laughs> I want to make my money when I want to make money. Um, and so I think, Ultimately, that would be my goal in the next five years. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, who doesn't want to just say, yeah, I'm going to get up today and I'm going to just kill it and right. then just go to sleep when I want to and do all these things. I think that's one of the goals that a lot of people that come and sit in this chair have. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to control, in a sense, just control my own destiny and not yeah. be defined by my that generational right. past that I have. And I think that's cool. I mean, that you're trying to break out the mold. Definitely. You know, it's like... I'm trying. I'm I'm in that same space, but like, hopefully, it works out for you. Like, you know, and you get to a place where you're very, uh, how do I say? Like, you pick and choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the business that I want to that I that I really want to go with. Um, it's I've actually started like baby steps in planning. Oh, okay. um, it would essentially um, benefit, um, without saying too much, okay. it would help, um, you know, athletes, high school athletes and college athletes. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of times, especially since I went through it, um, we basketball or whatever sport is all is not all that they do. There's more to someone, there's more to someone than 
just being an athlete. LeBron has an entire campaign around that. Uh, you're more than an athlete. And so um, essentially my business would like to highlight that um, mindset and, and, and help kids as young as even if I, if I extend it to elementary school kids, but um, it's mostly for high school athletes and college athletes to really, really dig deep into themselves and, and um, you know, help them prepare for the future. Family-wise? And I know you're like on this whole like creative journey, but like family wise, I don't know. Like, do you see yourself having children or or having a family? And what would like what would you say to your kids? Like, you know, yeah. after your journey's done, like, what would you tell them when they when they're like about your age? Yeah, I mean, um, it's funny because when you asked me my five year plan, like that was my first goal. I want to be a mom. I I think that I. I have a career goal, but I, I have what I want to be, and I want to be a mom. I want to have kids. I've grown up. I'm the oldest of five kids. I have yeah. so many cousins. Um, I'm Mexican, and I'm Samoan, so my cousins are just – I have – I cousins will pop up anywhere, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, oh, okay, and I love kids. Um, you know, my my friends, some of my friends have kids, um, but I, I, I cannot wait to be a mom. And, um, you know, for, for my kids, I think – my biggest thing um, for them is to just make sure that they're always happy and they are not um, they they do what they want. They have this creative free spirit. Um, I know that it was kind of difficult for you know it's a different generation, you know, yeah. like older generations, they don't really understand the generation today. Yeah. But um, and I know it's gonna be even different when I have kids. So I just want to be very understanding and open to to my um my kids and you know let them explore try different things they might not even want to be a basketball player they might not want to do entertainment but would like, you I push just, them into the field i would just i i think sports play a huge part um a lot of people don't understand that sports will will prepare you more for your future than anything right mm. like for me if i didn't play basketball like i wouldn't have learned how to be a leader how to be coachable um time management skills i had to balance school practice study hall extra conditioning like i had to balance all of that um listening skills like communication skills you might not you have a way to talk to your one teammate but the other teammate might not respond to that so um and then it also cut me in shape growing up i i think i wouldn't push them to try different things but i really um would definitely start them out like maybe basketball or soccer or volleyball just to them for for them to do something i want my kids to be very active and fulfilled obviously mm -hmm. oh that's cool yeah you know uh, so anything you got coming up coming up um you i'm working um with two co-hosts and we're, we're producing a, a podcast called the no um we just we're on dash radio right now so we're just trying to continue to develop that um right now it's just it's just mostly working on that and building my own personal brand and making um baby steps towards opening my business oh that's great so social medias anything else social media too uh, do you want me to share my social media handle? yeah that'd be cool yeah so my social media handle is reina underscore la reina's r-h-e-i-n-a underscore a-l-e thank you for coming in like it, it was awesome like you don't understand like I, it's relatable because, I mean, you come from a big family, I come from a big family, and, like, you're legit trying to break this cycle. And yeah. I appreciate stuff like that and people to hear, this, you know, that not everything's cracked up to what, you know, you see mm -hmm. on social media. So sure. thank you, and we'll be seeing you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening. I would like to thank our guest for today, Reina Ali. Make sure to check out her website at reinaale.com. 
thank you to Pierre Connolly for always making this sound great. Check out our Instagram at Downtown Hill Podcast and always check out Downtown Hill.